And so let's talk about that. What motivates you, Eva? Winning. Winning. Beating the banks. Beating the people who think they should be winning because they prey on people not knowing what their rights are or not being aware. Mm. That's what drives me, like honestly. So here's the real mystery. How do regular folks like you and me, who have families and real lives, who have careers and regular nine to fives, really fare in the personal finance game? Why are some hugely successful while others fail miserably time and time again? Those are the glaring questions, and this podcast will give you the answers. This is Empower You Financial with Eva Palacios. All right, and welcome to another episode of Empower You Financial with Eva Palacios. My name is Charles McGill. I'm your host. So excited to be talking to you guys today. But before we get started, I got to make sure the credit boss, aka credit coach, is in the building. Miss Eva Palacios, you in the house? What's up? Yes. Hey, so how you how you doing this week? Good. Another week that just flew by. I don't know what day it is. <laughs> yeah, I know. What day is it? I've <laughs> been so busy doing a whole bunch of stuff, uh, but yes. busy is good in our world, right? Busy is definitely good. I'm just so blessed to be busy. Yes, we I had think a, that uh, be a cool shirt. <laughs> blessed. Oh, blessed to be busy. Yeah, actually. <laughs> Not bad. Um, yeah, we had a uh, a really exciting um webinar recently. Um Yes. Oh my gosh. It was amazing. Yeah, I think it it's, amazing. you know, it's I, I don't know how many you've done so far, but it's like you just get better and better each time and um I mean it's always great and val- valuable information, but you you know, you kind of change it up every so often and Oh, I uh, definitely like yeah. every webinar is going to be different. <laughs> it's so not scripted. I mean, yeah, half of the time I don't even know what I say. Yeah. Well, it was really good. It was really good. Um so um yeah, I mean, things have just been going well. We got uh we have what 10 new lions join yes! us. That's amazing. That's huge, huge. And and it's what's crazy is strangers. Like these are people like I don't even know. They just you know, <laughs> follow me on social media or they're a part of the um Empower You Financial group or somebody else is inside the the Lions Club and then they've been talking about it. Yeah. So I'm just like Let's go. Let's yeah. go. It is amazing. No, and we we no, we really appreciate to the Lions. Uh, shout out to all the Lions yeah. uh, who are you know spreading the word. Um, I don't know. I might I might tease this right now, but um, <laughs> he was looking at me like, "Are you sure?" <laughs> uh, you guys should have saw her face. Um, so you know, we got we got some stuff working for y'all. So just so so shout out to the Lions. Just know I won't say it now, but just know something's coming for you guys. Something special is something, coming for you guys. Yes, <laughs> very special. And yes. it's so funny because this morning somebody just asked, not somebody in the group, somebody outside the group. They're like Eva. And then dot, 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 dot. Yeah, dot, dot, dot. Yeah, okay, yeah. So, (laughs) okay. (laughs) So, yeah, so something's coming special for the Lions. So, shout out to you guys. And, um, you know, when you guys hear this podcast, uh, which will be um, next week, um, and when you guys hear it, so whatever you hear it, uh, you know, check in and 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 see if we're going to roll out that that new thing for you guys. But it's very special. Um, So, we're really excited about that. Um, yeah, so lots of cool things, lots of great things happening right now. Um, you know, I guess what's on top of mind for a lot of people this week, um, that we're recording this, um, you know, just a few days ago, a lot of folks got their, uh, the new stimulus, the new round of stimulus checks. Yeah. Um, and this particular, uh, amount seemed to be a little bit more than just, uh, the cracker that they were offering before. (laughs) (laughs) It is so crazy as to like how many people messaged me that morning mm. like omg did they make a mistake like where did this money come from and i'm like i don't know don't they, i don't think they could take it back maybe yeah. but no, they, why you they, have it they definitely <laughs> could <laughs> they definitely could take it back to, oh, yeah, yeah they, they probably can yeah, yeah. government yes they, yes they can that's right <laughs> but while we have it let's put it to use good use strategic use but i was just so amazed as to number one, how many people were reaching out asking me, Eva, what should I do? Or number two, Eva, look what I just did with it. 
Mm. And every person that showed me what they did with it, I'm like, applause, applause, mm. a freaking mm. amazing. I did not see no crazy nonsense happening. Mm -hmm. At least, you know, the people who were messaging me, they were like, boom, zero balance now. Boom, just pay this off. Boom, put this here. I'm like, I am so proud of each and every single one of you. That's like, amazing. Yeah, like yeah. definitely proud moment of all of my students. Well, you know what? Let's let's talk about that a little bit because I think that, you know, I'll just say for me, you know, it's so interesting, like whenever these um, kind of stimulus are coming around, you, you you tend to see a lot of advice floating around on the internet, right? A lot of people and are- And memes. Oh my God. <laughs> and the memes, memes are yeah. so funny. The memes are hilarious, right? The memes are hilarious. And, <laughs> but you know, it's funny though. It's, it's also, it depends on where you're at though. See, that's, that's the thing. That's true. Cause some may not be funny. Exactly. Some well, may some, be like, oh, that's a little- that's, it's, Yeah, it's a little, a little bit, yeah. Punch, yeah, yeah. jab. <laughs> that's right. Yeah. <laughs> so- so, you know, I've seen um, I've seen both. I've seen where, you know, there's people who may be positioned very well, like who've been doing very well. There's yeah. I've, I've been uh, you know, there's there's a lot of people that are there, you know, through the South this pandemic have been flourishing. Right. Yeah. Uh, and doing well. So, you know, any extra to them is really extra. So, yeah. you know, in terms of the options that they have, you know, they're exploring things and they're they're often, you know, kind of telling people, hey, man, don't don't. Don't waste your money on crab legs and, you know, and Jordans and stuff like that. Right. Um, All those. Oh, my God. <laughs> and like, so mm, crab legs. I think I'm hungry now. <laughs> exactly. They're like, oh, that's kind of good. <laughs> um, but so you got those and then you have, you know, the, the other folks who, you know, being real, like who are still struggling. Right. Who are behind on a lot of things. And so while the amount is something that's appreciated, it's still not enough to necessarily get them you know, over, you know, they're still not right. in the black. They may be still in the red. So, yes. you know, they're not able to necessarily, you know, uh, start a business or there was a one that I saw. I can't even, it was so hilarious. Uh, I, I can't even um, remember all of it. It was very detailed, but it basically said something like, don't, don't go buy crab legs, go uh, buy the ocean and lease the water to the crabs and get an <laughs> LLC and do like all this, just like make this whole elaborate They really plan. put some thought into it, that it, one. It, no, it was hilarious because it yeah. was kind of a dig on the people who are like, go start a business and, you know, flip this money and this and that. Yeah. And it's like tongue in cheek, but you know, obviously there is some, some actually some real like jewels in there if yeah. you can do it, but also was kind of making fun of the people who are like, you know, thinking that everyone can just, you know, become a business owner right. and everyone's just like, you know, um, wasting their time and money if they're not able to flip the money that they desperately need, you know, they're right. going to pay rent, but they're like, don't pay rent. Go in, start a business, start a business or and, invest here. Yeah. And no, yeah, exactly. Head first, roof <laughs> over your head first because that money don't come back. We don't need homeless people. Ex like, exactly. Oh God, right. So, 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 but, but because this is such a hot topic and obviously you are, you know, the credit coach, um, credit guru, and also just, you know, personal finance coach, um, love to talk to you about some of the things that you, you know, uh, are seeing, um, obviously you're seeing some great things with our lions, but also some of the things you want to just kind of help people around. Because one thing I, I really appreciate about you is that you're able to empathize. You're able to, to, to not just look at it one from one way and say, right. you know, no, only you could do it this way. You actually think about context and think about people's situations and, Absolutely. you know, the whole and, picture, the whole picture, not just, okay, you're receiving this money. I'm in debt. Let's pay off the debt. Boom. Now life is better. No, like it's not, un unfortunately, it, it shouldn't be as simple as that. It needs to be more strategic. Yeah. So let's talk about those strategies because, um, I mean, you, you've, you've, uh, you know, even working with me, I mean, just transparency, like, you know, there's a number of things that I have that I, you know, have choices around. I'm like, man, I don't know how to best approach this. And so you're able to kind of pull back and say, hey, Charles, so here's a couple of different options. And if we, you know, do it this way, we can actually leverage cash flow and increase your cash flow and, you know, all right. these different things. And so let's talk about some of those scenarios, because I think that um, it would be helpful for folks, you know, to hear that and, you know, understand that, hey, there's definitely a time to celebrate and kind of, you know, um, do some things that you may enjoy. There's also some strategy around, you know, delaying gratification. Right. And right. then also just being strategic about, you know, when you get extra funds, 
How do you manage them so that you can always be leveling up? Because ultimately what we want, right? We don't want people just to level up for a month. You right. know, it's about a lifestyle. For, for a day. <laughs> or for a day. That's right. You ball out for a day. <laughs> Have a really good meal and then back to life. And, and then tomorrow. <laughs> That's right. Got to figure out how we're going to eat. That's right. <laughs> so, yeah. So, so talk to me. Um, so, you know, for example, you know, if, if you have, so I can give you like a scenario that I'm just, you know, kind of thinking about, but I imagine that there may be some people who are like, you know, um, you know, I'm behind in my rent, you know, I may be behind in some bills. Um, I have credit card debt. Um, you know, I am making money, right? I'm still earning money, but not enough to, you know, really overcome what I have. Um, you know, and I, I just want to make, make sure that me and my family can stay wherever we are staying. And I just want to make sure that we keep the lights on and keep food on the table. We have this extra money, you know, and I know I didn't give you any specifics, but right. in general, what, how would you uh, approach kind of coaching this person on what to do? Absolutely. So, so for those who are, you know, experiencing a deficit, you know, you, you, you're in the hole, you, you, you are behind with things or you owe, you know, creditors money. The, the first, first step is, are you constantly in the hole? Like, are you just in the hole because, you know, COVID hit, you lost hours and now you're down $5,000 or is it every single month you're in the hole a thousand dollars? I think that's point number one, because because if you're just trying to catch up from being negative five thousand dollars and now every month you're you're fine, then, yes, we definitely want to strategically use that stimulus in a way that's going to make most sense to lessen that five thousand dollar burden versus if you're constantly in the hole a thousand dollars or five hundred dollars a month, then we got to take a look at, OK, well, why is that? Is it because, you know, your hours used to be 40 hours and now you're only at 30 hours. So now you're constantly in the negative. Or is it because you haven't even thought about trimming back some of those expenses monthly that sometimes, you know, when they're on automatic pay, we forget about them. Mm -hmm. And and we're so busy trying to get hours at work or make more money that we're forgetting how much money is being spent. Mm, so let's, let's, let's hold on. Let's let's pause there because I uh, I think those are two really great distinctions, um, and I don't know that a lot of people think about that. So you you said let's let's separate. You know, there's a difference between are you kind of temporarily in the hole, as right. in something recently happened that set you back, and there's uh you know you're in the hole as a result, or are you perpetually in the hole, as right. in this is your lifestyle, like you you know you don't earn enough to make ends meet. And this is just kind of where you are every single month. Right. Okay. All right. Yeah, absolutely. So talking about the one that's, you know, in the hole, let's just say $5,000, you know, COVID Mm -hmm. hit over a year ago now and many people, they let them credit cards go Mm -hmm. now. I mean, a year later, they are most likely in collections. Mm -hmm. They're most likely charged off. A credit card company will only hold on to your account for six months for, you know, six months consecutive, no payments, boom, charge it off. They sell it to a third party, whether it's a collection agency, a law firm or an attorney. You know, the the, the catch 22 is, yes, you're deemed on your credit report, but because it's now gone to a third party collector, guess what? You can negotiate a settlement on that. So if mm. you're thinking in your mind, I owe three credit cards, a total of $5,000, and they're not now all in collections. Now we need to have a discussion because when they go into collections, guess what? A bunch of fees was tacked on, collection costs is tacked on. You can literally negotiate pennies on the dollar for those accounts. So mm. mentally, you may think I owe somebody, I owe these people $5,000, but what if you can settle them all out for $2,500? bucks? Mm. Now you've taken, you know, some or maybe all of the stimulus to completely wipe out those accounts. You got three less negatives on your credit report and now potentially you're debt free. Hmm. You know, that would be one one way to tackle that situation. Yeah. So you're saying, you know, you may have a a debt um, and a certain amount that they're saying reporting. But you're saying that uh, if it's in a certain state like collections, 
that there may be some room to negotiate in, yep. in terms of getting the debt um, reduced. Absolutely. Uh, so, Okay, cool, cool. All right. So, um, so I mean, have you, so, you know, I know you got lots of students out there. Um, have any people been taking advantage of that kind of, you know, approach? Um, Absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, you know, the people that I'm talking to definitely are very goal oriented. So they already have something that they're fighting for. And it's either fighting for that good, excellent credit score. It's fighting for buying the house. It's fighting for buying a better car. It's fighting for refinancing the mortgage, which in turn is going to free up more cash flow, putting them in a better financial position. But yeah, a lot of my students who have these collection accounts sitting there, we're strategically talking about, okay, based on, you know, how long they've been there, how much is owed, who the collector is, all of that information, I can tell them, oh, these guys, they'll settle for this dollar amount. Call them, say this, and this is what's going to happen. And sure enough, people's minds are like, Eva, like you literally are dropping golden nuggets right now. Like you literally saved me $2,500. And I'm like, yes, let's go. Let's see what else we can do. Yeah, no, because that's real. Because I, I remember, what was it? The other week you had someone who... Was it $9,800? Oh my gosh, yes! A $9,800 balance that was a, um, the car, you know, the car was in an accident, so it had a deficiency balance, you know, when you mm -hmm. get in an accident, insurance doesn't pay the whole car off. So now there's a balance out there for a car that you don't even have. Well, the goal is home ownership. And guess what? That account is more than seven years old. Yeah, you can get it deleted. But this account was not. This account was about three years old, not going away anytime soon. Mm -hmm. But we're talking almost a $10,000 debt. Good luck trying to find a decent home loan interest rate with that on your credit report. Mm -hmm. So sure enough, strategically co coach this client and got that $9,800 balance settled for $900. $900. Almost an $8,000 savings. That's crazy. And here's the thing. So, and, and I mean, I can imagine that that person was thinking and probably preparing themselves to figure out how they could pay that, you know, total amount because they needed yeah. to be gone, right? They got to move on. Or in this case, they were thinking like, I'm going to probably have to pay at least 5000 of this. Wow. So... so yeah. Saving a whole bunch of people money. Saving a whole bunch of money. And so just so you guys know, I mean, just a quick, quick, and I'm, I'm going to be be blunt. This is a quick plug here. Yeah. Uh, this is what Eva provides in her coaching program. And so folks are sometimes concerned about the cost of the program. But we're what we try to explain to folks is that the you're information you're getting, you don't make back. that money back <laughs> and uh, times over, right? Because of the knowledge. So whether... You know, she's helping you get a credit card for $10,000 and you've never had one more than a thousand before, or you're, you know, paying off something a lot less than you thought you would have had to. Yeah. That's still money, you know, that's ultimately saving you and then eventually helping you get a house and things like that, which is equity and leverage and helping you get business. It, it go, there's a lot of stuff. So, guys, it spirals real quick. If you haven't tuned into the webinar yet, please go ahead and do that. Yeah. Do yourself a favor. Make sure you're there um, and get with Eva. So anyway, so back back to the other people who um, maybe are perpetually kind of in the hole. Yeah. What would you say to them in terms of how to approach that? Absolutely. Well, you know, whenever there is a negative cash flow or deficit in a monthly budget, you only really have two options. Either number one, increase the income. Or number two, let's review these expenses and let's see, is there anything we can completely get rid of? Is there anything that we can reduce? Is there anything that we can put on pause for the time being? And I think the thing is, is that, you know, we're so caught up with life. We're caught up in going to work and trying to make the money to get out of the hole or we're wives, we're husbands, you know, we're parents, you know, we're caregivers. We're just in that cycle of we got to keep doing to eventually get out of this mess. But a lot of the times people don't realize or they're not aware, especially when bills are on auto pay, they forget how much they're paying for things. Like, you know, for example, the number one, I would say the <laughs> number one killer of these budgets that I'm going through are these online or automatic subscriptions. Mm. 
and let's talk about them. You know, Netflix, Hulu, Amazon Prime, um, even the cable bill, the internet, um, the gym membership. Guys, if your gym is closed or for whatever reason, every time you try to go, it's crazy packed, then you need to call your gym membership and be like, hey, can we put this on pause for the time being? I mean, to you, it may feel like, oh, it's only $25. It's only $15. It's only $10. Add them all up. You add up all of those subscriptions, you're looking at two, three, four hundred dollars a month. Yeah, I just experienced that yesterday at Costco with my wife. And <laughs> she was like grabbing stuff. And I was like, babe, no, we don't need that. It's only seven dollars. It's only eight dollars. I say, you've said that five times now. <laughs> so it ain't only seven dollars. <laughs> because by the time you exit, you got a four hundred dollar Costco receipt. <laughs> and, and sure enough, I told her, I said, that cart, that's four hundred dollars. And guess what it came to? Four twelve. I was. See? Man, I was so anyway, but you know, but <laughs> we do, we actually do need a lot of that stuff just for our, uh, our preschool. So, but still I was like, oh, like, you know, make sure yeah. we need all of that. Yeah. yeah. Or eat it all up before yes. you buy some more. That's the thing. I'm telling yeah. you, that's the, that's the new rule. I'm tell, I said like, Hey, is it gone? If I go, <laughs> if I go into that pantry and I see any food in there, <laughs> we have problems. And let's be real. Like, let's be real. How many of us have a stocked pantry, refrigerator, refrigerator in the garage, things in the cabinets? Unless them shelves are empty, oh, man. there's still food in the house. You stepping on my toes, Eva. I'm sorry. That's- but it's not just you. It's not just you. It's let's look at the grocery bill. Mm-hmm. Let's look at the eating out bill. That's the number two killer of the budgets is the eating out expense and the grocery bill. Well, you know what? And and, and seriously, I, I I always tell my family, I'm like, I don't every time I go anywhere with y'all <laughs> anywhere, it don't matter if we drive and we go and we spend any time anywhere. I come back one hundred dollars lighter. Like it's just every single time, you know, because the size of my family and, you know, especially it's just like every time we can't we can't even go to Chick-fil-A without me dropping 60 to 80 dollars yeah which sounds crazy you know like especially when i think back you know like i was in my 20s and you know he was just trying to you know 20 dollars went a long way back 20, then <laughs> well i couldn't have met 20 dollars at like taco bell or whatever or mcdonald's you're like what are you getting with all that that's like <laughs> we got a whole tribe exactly. we need a tribe with 20 dollars what's going on but uh but nowadays man that eat that up real quick you know, yeah. I, you know so anyway yeah that's uh that's funny <laughs> yeah. And, and, and again, it's, it's the moments of being aware, mm-hmm. being aware of where every single dollar goes and getting good with making sure you feel you are a winner every single month when you're paying those bills. Yeah. You know, I mean, you know, let's talk about like, you know, you and I have always had this conversation. I'm like, well, to me, we'd cut, we'd cut the Comcast bill. Like, <laughs> I don't even watch TV up in here, but you know, hubby, he needs you guys. You guys need Gotta your sports. sports. That's right. I get it. Yes. So, <laughs> <laughs> but so here's a perfect example. And here's here's a, a tip that I'm going to drop right now. How long have you been with your, your cable company? Number one, chances mm-hmm. are years. Number two, do you ever call them and say, hey, I've been with you for five years. Is there anything you can do to lower my cable bill? Can Is there any new promotions? Maybe you're paying more for the same thing the new customer would get because they're a new customer. They're treated better. No, you better call and say, hey, I've been a loyal customer for these many months or years. How can we lower this bill? Hmm. Here's the tip. Guess what me and Will do? Most cable type services are a year or two years contract. Guess what we're doing every single year or two years? We are flipping the script. Mm. One year, you get the bill. The next year, or cut the bill off in his name. Now I'm the new customer. So now I qualify for all the new promotions at a lower rate. We switch in the bill in my name. 
Mm. Following year goes right back. Maybe wow. we switch it to Desmond. <laughs> yes, same household. What? But we switch into new customers every time that contract expires because new customers get better rates. And that wow, and that's that's the truth. But I didn't know that you was you would man go through that. That's why not. If that's going <laughs> to save me fifty to a hundred dollars a month, yeah, six hundred yeah. to twelve hundred dollars a year for the rest of our lives. Because who's cutting off the cable bill? Put in the work. Put in the work. Yeah. 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 Hey, quick break here. Sorry to interrupt the podcast. We'll get you right back to it. We just want to spend a few seconds to talk about the Empower You Financial Group on Facebook. This is Eva's private Facebook group where she gives free tips, tricks, and strategies to improve your financial situation. Join the over 1,000 plus member community and see the success stories of people just like you who want to live life on their own terms. Come laugh with us, tell your story, and share your victories. Just search Empower You Financial in Facebook and join our free private group. Oh, and be sure to invite a friend. So think about it. You do that with your cable bill. You mm-hmm. put your gym subscription on pause. There goes another $25. Maybe you don't need all of the Netflix and Hulu and Disney Plus. Maybe you do. That's totally cool too. But where can we trim little by little by little to make our money work for us? I think that, I mean, so all those are, I mean, amazing tips and things that, you know, I think a lot of people uh, haven't considered. But one thing also I want to think about too is, you know, because my mind goes to, okay, so I'm able to save, you know, $200 or whatever, but what's to stop me from finding something else to spend $200 on? Because that's, that's how I know a lot of people, you know, I'm going to say, I'm going to speak for people. I'll say me, you know, like, um, how we've done it um, in the past is that, you know, we'll, we'll free up $400, but then it's like, oh, well, now we got $400 to spend on something else, you know? <laughs> and so, you know, I wanted to kind of talk, you know, about like, you know, so kind of, you know, dial this back a little bit and think about holistically, because I, I feel like, you know, there's reasons why you look for those savings and you're committed to those savings. Yep. And there's reasons why others may not see them, right? And may not recognize them. Um, and so what I'm thinking is this is more about, you know, kind of like, you know, like why we spend, like the question around, you know, why we're spending, uh, what we're spending on and kind of like what motivates our spending. Right. And so I want us to talk a little bit about that because for me, it seems like, you know, most people, um, that are struggling, you know, uh, or maybe not even say, I won't say struggling, but just most people, um, you know, maybe motivated by things like, you know, um, hey, just, you know, honestly, just um, enjoying themselves, right? Having some things that they enjoy, um, you know, having some, um, some, some, um, yeah, because you think about cable and things like that. Those are really it's about entertainment, right? Be, being entertained, uh, going yeah. out. It's about satisfying. Giving you the, the warm and fuzzies. Yeah. It makes you feel good. Exactly. So, yeah. So, mo- so a lot of people are motivated by that. Like each month I have to pay these bills, but also I want to feel good. I want to enjoy, you know, something, you know, some have some things that I enjoy. Like, you know, maybe you yeah, have a- because you work so hard for your money that you feel like you're a prisoner and <laughs> you need to celebrate and feel good of all of your accomplishments and hard work. Yeah. So you, so you have those individuals and they're not, and this yeah. is, this is not saying, hope I want to make sure I'm giving context here. This is not like a good or bad thing. I'm just trying to mm-hmm. identify kind of like, what are the motives that people have what and how they, us. Exactly. How do how do we how do we spend or how do we approach spending every month? Right. Yeah. Some people is based on needs, right? And necessity. And because they don't have a lot, you know, and there's yeah. not a lot of options. So they have to make uh choices and and do things based on what's available, right? They have limited options. And so they're motivated by, you know, survival or just, you know, honestly just making ends meet, just making sure that there's just mm-hmm. something available in terms of food, that there's, you know, a place to live. You know what I mean? Yeah. There may be those motivations. And then you have other people who are, who are motivated by like, you know, things like, you know, maybe generational wealth or legacy, or, you know, maybe they're trying to, I don't know, buy a house one day, or they're trying to save for their kids tuition or what, you know, there's right. different motivating factors. And I think that, you know, we, um, we, we either are not aware of it um, or we are aware of it, but either way, there's something that's guiding us. Right. Yeah. 
And so I want to kind of check in with you and, and ask you about like, you know, what are the things, the things that, that guide you, right? Because, you know, a lot of people will look at you and go, man, I want to be like Eva. Like, you know, she's got, you know, she 100, 165,000 available credits. She got 800 credit score. Oh, that you just know. went up. Uh, <laughs> she's got multiple, you know, uh, houses and investment properties and, and doing this stuff. She's got her, you know, so it sounds like, Hey, like, Hey, she got it together. So what, <laughs> what motivates you, right? Like what motivates you to keep going and, and, yeah. and to, and to be someone who would literally, you know, fight with Comcast and do all this different stuff. Yeah, and- <laughs> Right. I still, yes. Oh, why? How much right? money is being made. Well, yeah. So that's interesting <laughs> to me. So why? Because, you know, I'll be honest with like, because one of the homework assignments you gave me was to go, you know, hunt down some money that people owe me. And I'm like, I don't feel like being on the phone for no two hours. And, and you were like, you gave me that look, that look that she, you guys should see the look that she's giving me right now. And so I had to go ahead and, and make those phone calls and, uh, and make sure I got my money. Um, but there, there's, there's definitely a part of me that was just like, man, I, ain't got, I don't feel like doing this, like whatever. But you're like, no, it matters. And so let's talk about that. What motivates you, Eva? Winning. Winning beating the banks, beating the people who think they should be winning because they prey on people not knowing what their rights are or not being aware. Mm. That's what drives me. Like, honestly, like, for example, you know, in in my in the coaching group, I'm talking about I'm sacrificing this year no personal spending on myself like your girl can't even buy makeup with her own money. We mm. using cashback rewards, buying gift cards and buying makeup and whatever personal needs I need. The reason I did that was because one, I made a deal with my husband. Number two, what drove that was I want to put all extra monies to paying off the car loan. The car loan is the last debt balance we have besides our mortgage. And we already fixed and hooked that up. But I'm like, I don't care if I'm paying 2.99% interest. That's still $50 to $60 a month that they are getting from me. Mm. And some people would be like, oh, it's only 50 bucks. Like I'm paying $200 a month in interest. You need to fight for it. You need to fight and be in a place to where they are making zero money, zero dollars off of your borrowing. Mm. So I made it a mission to put all extra monies towards my car loan. But I was also on the phone with them because I'm like, okay, wait, hold on. Since December, we paid $4,000 towards that balance. Why is my interest finance charges still the same? Total time, I probably spent about three hours talking to my bank. Five, six different phone calls. Two different managers calling me back. An email that's breaking down my interest because I'm like, this ain't right. Mm -hmm. Like if I pay, if the balance was here Mm -hmm. and now it's here, the interest finance charges should be less, not the same. Yeah. And just and just so so people are clear, we're talking about percentages, right? So percentages. So, you know, let's just do round numbers. So 10% of $50,000 is $5,000, right? Yep. But 10% of $10,000 is $1,000, right? right? So what you're arguing is that is that since my total amount is lower, mm-hmm. the percentage I should be paying should be lower. It's proportional, right? Absolutely. It shouldn't be the same because then it'd be a flat rate, right? It wouldn't be called a percentage. It'd just be a fee, right? Just a right. flat fee. But you're saying it's a percentage. So I hear what you're saying, but I just want to make sure people understand that. Yep. Yep. So long story short, I'm angry because I'm like, you don't know who you're messing with. Now, somebody may be like, oh, you know, Eva's a baller. Like she don't trip off of stuff like that. You best believe I will throw down on a phone call and make sure I'm getting my money. Well, you know, that's interesting because you're <laughs> you're not the only one, you know, in, in terms of people that I've met that that have means like they they got money. That's money's not the issue. Nope. But they seem to be guided by something deeper than that. And what you're kind of getting at, you're saying, you know, it's like a, it's, it's either like a, a like a principle that you have or a value system or something. But, you, you know, you're basically saying, hey, I they they can't win. Right. They, they can't win. They're not going to win. I don't care what the amount is. They're not winning. I'm not wasting one dollar, uh, you know, on anything. Right. Yeah. Which I think is amazing. But I've I've definitely met some other folks that are 
very well positioned financially who do the same thing. They're sweating yeah. the, the small stuff. And I'm like, what? Why does yeah. this even matter to because you? Because we don't have time to be wasting money. Mm. I don't have time to be wasting money. Like every dollar counts in our household. That $60 a month could go to something else. Could go into my child's college education every single month. Like, mm-hmm. and that's the thing is that we got to get really good at knowing where our dollars are being spent. And, and, and sometimes being so mad that it's like, oh no, like this is not going to be allowed anymore. Let's, let's invest the time in being on the phone. Now, you know, sometimes, you know, the argument would be, well, I don't have time or I work during these hours and their call centers are closed at this time and whatever may be the, the thing. Most people think that these banks are closed on Saturdays. You can call your credit card company practically every single day of the week. Mm-hmm. There are some credit card companies that are open 24 hours of the day. So, I'm, um, you know, granted, those tend to be the better banks, the uglier ones. They limit their hours. All the more reason why we got to get better at building and having an excellent credit score so that we have the better banking opportunities where those better banking opportunities care about service, not about money. See, and it's so crazy. And I'm probably going to go off on a tangent real quick. <laughs> I'm involved in a lot of different financial groups on Facebook. And what drives me nuts is people not fighting for the best. What do I mean by that? A lot of people are like, well, what's the lowest credit score I can have to qualify for a home loan? Why do you want to be there? You don't want to be there. The lowest credit score means higher interest rate. Higher interest rate means ugly bank. Ugly bank means when times get tough, they are not going to help you. They're going to be the first ones to foreclose on you. And there goes your house. Mm. We need to get better with our money to have better banking options. So that when times get tough, you have lenders calling you. Hey, Ms. Palacios, I know there's a pandemic. Is there anything we can do to help you? Mm. Imagine if the banks called you to do that. Hold Only on, one some, of my banks did that. I was going to say, somebody, they did that? One yeah. of them did? Wow. Guess, guess who? I don't know. Do you want to say it? You don't have to say it. My car I got, load. My and, car uh, load. Oh, your car. Okay. <laughs> the ones say, I'm, not, I'm fighting with for $60 a month in interest. <laughs> okay. Well, so they're, not, they're not all bad. <laughs> they're not all bad. But that's where we need to be. We need to be at a level to where... We know where all of our money's at and on purpose, we're banking with banks and financial institutions that are going to be there to help us out when we need them the most. Yeah. So, so, so tell me this. So, so why do you think that, you know, we are not as vigilant as we, you know, should be like, where, where do you think that comes from? You know, I think, Just I think for not being taught, not yeah. being taught. Well, I think, or, I think a lot of us have been kind of lulled to sleep, if you will, that we, we kind of just like, you know, go through life, you know, we're just kind of just doing our thing stuck in the rat race. We get mm-hmm. stuck in what everybody else is stuck in, you know, going to work, getting a paycheck, paying the bills and doing that forever until we change something about that equation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. again, you know, those, those automatic payments out of sight, out of mind, we don't realize it until it's too late until we're now, in the hole. And it's like, holy smokes, what happened? How did I get there? Yeah. I think that's often like what people are, are, you know, saying to themselves, like, how do we, how did we get here? How did did this happen? Um, That's what I'm saying. It's kind of like, you're you're kind of lulled into it. Like, you you know, it's just like, you just, yeah, you you just fall in line and you just end up, you know, being a part of the system um, where you're just doing what everybody else does. And and, and think about it. What you just said, you said, well, if I am, you know, freeing up $400, what's to say that I'm not going to still spend the $400. It's being so good that, okay, I'm freeing up $400. What am I going to do with that? That's going to make the situation even better, not keep me where I'm at, but make it better. Yeah. Yeah. Well, let's talk, let's talk about that. Cause that's, I think that's where I wanted to go is that, so you're saying because you 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 basically summed it up by saying I, I want to win, right? I always yeah. want to be winning. So to me, winning means you know leveling up, it's improving, it's progressing, it's always getting better. So mm-hmm. you're saying you know you approach your finances in that way, like it's it sounds like so people are in the the the, the rat race, if you will, which is kind of like synonymous with doing the same thing over and over again and staying 
where you are, right? You're in that hamster mm-hmm. wheel that's going nowhere, but you you running, you working, but you ain't going nowhere. Right. You're saying, no, I'm in a different race. I'm in a race to improve myself constantly, yep. um, to level up, to to get more. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, okay. So yeah, so that, that is, uh, I think, I think that's, you know, part of your value system, but that's I don't know a lot of people. Me. Well, yeah. and not just, I mean, and that could be like, so vague, right? Well, level up and get more what? Yeah. Just be in a better position, getting those better banking relationships and opportunities. You know, right now, you know, the, the reason we want to pay off that car faster, sooner rather than later is because that's going to free up $450 a month. Mm. So now I'm going to have an extra 400, not an extra, but an extra $450 a month that I then can take that 450 and do something better with. So let's talk about that because I think that's, that, that helps people make it real. So, okay, now, all right. So Eva's now saving $450, right? Let's, so let's, let's just never mind the fact, you know, in terms of, um, another stuff you have, you're just, let's just right here. Let's stay right there. You're now saving $450. What is Eva Palacios doing with that? Feels up to me, which I got to consult with my husband. (laughs) <laughs> but if it was up to me, we'd add that to the mortgage instead of it getting paid off in 15 years, it's going to get paid off in seven. Adding $450 would pay you what half it? Well, yeah, yeah. Because remember, we refinanced the house. Yeah. 2300 bucks went down to 1700 Yeah. We kept it at 2300 So then instead of it being a 30-year, now it's going to be a 15 Oh. Now we're going to add 450 more, which was the car payment. It's going to cut it back in half. Now, seven years, we're going to have California house paid off. Wow. Okay. <laughs> I mean, that now, sounds cool. But 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 for some people who are like, okay, well, I mean, my house is paid off. So what, you know, I mean, but I, you know, not to say, I mean, that is a big deal, but yeah. tell me the rest of the plan. Because I think people still need to hear that. Okay. So now you got your house paid like off in seven ultimate- years. So tell, so yeah, so tell me how. What, what are your girl gonna disappear? <laughs> <laughs> Don't say that. <laughs> I mean, in a good way. In a good way, I might just take a sabbatical. <laughs> okay, okay. Like that. <laughs> okay. <laughs> we talking? We're gonna be on an island for like a month somewhere. Um, mm. The ultimate goal, it, and so here's the thing: a lot, actually, everything that I do financially, I do it. So number one, I can say I did it, but number two, I can teach others how to do it too. It's Mm. so easy for people to say, oh, I can't do that, or I've never heard of somebody doing that, or that's not possible, or that's not going to work. So I like to always be not necessarily the guinea pig, but I want to be the proof in the pudding. I want to be able to say I did this. And I mean, I'm nobody special. I'm just driven. I just set a goal and get it done. But I do it so that I can be able to inspire other people to do it. Mm -hmm. And at the end of the day, the ultimate goal is to invest in real estate, have multiple properties, paying for our crazy, our our future crazy lifestyle. Mm. Like right now, you know, and I don't know, you know, there are people that, you know, need to celebrate wins. Me, I don't feel that I need to celebrate wins until I'm for sure winning, winning. And, And when I celebrate, guess what our celebration is? we taken a family vacation and we're building memories and we're, you know, raising our boys with this type of environment so they can see, well, shoot, mom and dad did it. Like I can do it too. Like, that's what it's all about. It's about being the inspiration around somebody that can give them the driving force to do the same thing mm-hmm. and, and, and not be born into money that gave them the ability to do it. But just being a nine to fiver for 17 years and now taking this and leveling it up. Because there are people winning every single day. Why not you? Yeah. So, so okay. So let's let's just I just want to make it real for the folks before we <laughs> before we end this. So you pay off your house mm-hmm. in seven years. Let's say you let's say all this works that's the goal. The plan. I, mean, I don't know. Life is gonna happen, so we don't know, but that's the goal right now. Yes. So what happens then? Because at this point, then what I'm what I'm imagining is you're now uh, free and clear. I mean, you obviously have to pay taxes, but you have a property that is worth uh, six hundred plus thousand dollars that you don't owe any money on. So all that equity is yours. Yeah, that's a lot of leverage in terms of, you know, borrowing against it, making your own credit card, equity line of credit, all this stuff that you can do with the with the house. Right. 
It's an option. It becomes an option. Instead of it being a liability, it now becomes an option as a savings vehicle that I can, yeah, borrow from if I need to. But ultimately, you know, with the other investments that I've made in real estate, let's talk about those. Taking those profits and reinvesting it in more real estate. Not taking the profits and let's just go buy all kinds of crazy stuff, but let's take that money. That's money we didn't have to begin with. It's money that we made. It's profits. We didn't have that money to begin with. So take that money, roll it over into another real estate project, flip it and keep doing it. And and my goal is to flip real estate until we make our first million in profits. Once we do that, then we're going to buy a big old apartment complex and collect all these rents on a building that's completely owned free and clear. Mm. Okay. See, this is what I think. the ultimate goal. So I think that's what people need to hear, right? They need to hear, like, you trying to get apartment buildings out here. Um, and then once I have the apartment building, then I want to build a community like new, con- like buy land, new construction, build housing. And I want to make this housing special. Like I want to like, I don't know, like my vision is so crazy. Like imagine Charles, imagine if all of my lions got so good with their money and we came together and bought land and created a community that empowered people to become homeowners at a better position than what the other banks are doing. Yeah. So guys, you just heard a little sneak peek of uh, the conversations that even I have. (laughs) There is a, (laughs) there is a method to the madness. And that is actually one of our big, big vision, big goals for uh, this community um, is to, you know, position everyone. into a place where, yeah, you can invest into, you know, this um, development that uh, Eva has in her dreams mm-hmm. um, that will not only, you know, bless folks in terms of, <laughs> it's okay, it's all right. <laughs> uh, Eva's getting a little emotional, y'all, for those who can't see. Um, but uh, it's a, you know, it's a dream that will not only, you know, um, help the people that are investing, obviously, because you're investing in real estate and, and assets, but also, blessing people in a community of, of the, you know, deserving families that want to, you know, have a nice community to stay in and um, have nice homes. And, you know, that's just a very special thing. So awesome. And I'm glad you, you, you got the guy. I was like, you know, come on, tell us the, <laughs> tell us the real goal here, the real agenda, because that's deep. That's it, it's powerful. It is very strong. It's very compelling. So now I understand why you want to fight for every red cent because you're like, listen, like I got this humongous goal. A lot of people ain't trying to buy, you know, try to uh, build a community, right? (laughs) It's like, let me just get to Friday. That's all I need to do. You know, know, I just want to go out to eat every so often. Like, but you like, no, I'm trying to build massive, you know, stuff. I'm trying to build houses. And so um, hats off to you for that. And um, thank you, you know, for, I'll just thank you in the future. I'm thanking you in advance right now for (laughs) what you're going to do. Cause I believe you're going to do it. I believe we're going to figure this thing out and uh, we're going to keep going until that's the reality. Yeah. Um, yeah mm-hmm. Amazing. Okay. All right, Eva. So, um, you know, <laughs> <laughs> you got it out of me. Yeah. <laughs> we got to dig deep on that. Like, oh, okay. This is yes. what we, okay. <laughs> yeah. 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 Okay. Well, so before we, we head out, um, I just want to give you one last opportunity to talk to the folks um, about, you know, how to spend wisely. I think, you know, people hear that a lot and, you know, there's so many memes and get, they, some people feel judged. Some people feel like they're winning. You know, it's it's, it's all a lot of, you know, it, it's all contextual. Right. So right. Um, I feel like, you know, there's a lot that we can learn about it, but it's also about our value system and kind of what motivates us. And so, you know, if you could just talk to the people generally about spending wisely, how should they approach spending uh, so that they are always in a position where they themselves are winning? Absolutely. And, and guys, it just comes down to being aware and knowing where your money is going every single dollar. You know, how much is that cable bill? How much is that energy bill? You know, for those, you know, here, here's another tip for the energy bills. Everybody's going to pay lights. Everybody's going to pay heat. Guess what? Did you know that most energy companies will give a discount for either seniors or health-related issues or income-level issues. So guess what? If you've got a parent that lives with you that's taking care of you, put the bill in their name and you will have a senior discount, a medical 
benefit discount, a low income discount. And that's how we can save on the energy bill. Cable bill, call them, switch it between you and your spouse or somebody that's over 18 in the house as a new user, get the bill lowered. Go through, cut back any unnecessary expenses just for the time being. We're not telling you to sacrifice your life forever, but I promise you, you making these these sacrifices now and and making those phone calls now, it's going to make you more aware in fighting for every single dollar that's being spent that you're actually going to start loving. Now it's going to become a game like, okay, who else can I call and get them to lower my payment for me so I can win? It can also even mean calling your lenders, your auto loans, your mortgage loans, your personal loans, and asking them for a deferment of your payment. Our income has suffered due to COVID. Can I skip a month? Can I skip three months? My car loan called me and they're like, Ms. Palacios, how can we help you? And I'm like, oh, snap. I wasn't even thinking about this. They allowed me to skip three months worth of payments. No, make sure. It is not a negative impact on your credit report. As long as it's not a negative impact on the credit report, you can skip three months worth of payments. Yes, interest will still grow. When I announced this way back when people are like, why in the world would you do that? Because I could use an extra $1,500, $450 times three, and I could take that $1,500 and apply it someplace else like catching up with your rent paying a bill that is in collections, you negotiate a settlement. So just make sure you get good with knowing where your money's going, when you free up cash flow, the best place to put it so that it's actually helping the full financial picture and not just a one-time situation. And if you're not too sure how all of that works, then definitely get with me because I can teach you. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Um, you guys don't stand on the sidelines. Uh, reach out, go to, you know, get in the groups, um, be active, um, go to the webinar, yes. get in the coaching program. We have a coaching program. If you guys haven't caught on to that, <laughs> um, <laughs> you know, stop, stop being on the sidelines. So thank okay. you, Eva. Uh, all right, guys. Uh, thanks for listening. And uh, we'll see you on the next episode. Thanks, guys. Thank you for listening to another episode of Empower You Financial with Eva Palacios. One of the things that Eva enjoys most about being in personal finance is seeing people win. So if you are looking to improve your credit score because you are ready to make a major purchase, get better rates, or start living life on your own terms, visit Eva at evaempowers.com and schedule a consultation with her so you too can live life empowered. 